Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I am your host. I'm a life coach, an engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And tonight, we are going to talk about being a public success while struggling privately. And we have an extra special guest that's going to help me out with this topic. Um, she's a, a, a someone that I met in a podcast group, mind you, um, and I'm all about connecting with people. I think that's what we're here for on this earth. And I liked her energy on there. She was excited about her podcast. And I was like, let's just, let's, let's get her on the show. And we about to pick her brain tonight. So I'm going to let her up and I'm going to let her introduce herself because she can do it way better than I can. So hold on one second. Let me unmute her and put her up here. There she is, Miss Amber Carter. How are hey, you? Everyone. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me today, Derek. I'm excited. So tell us a, a little bit about yourself and what you do, and we're going to yeah, get right into absolutely. it. So um, I am a licensed real estate agent in Kentucky, soon to be Ohio as well. Um, I am stepping into a new lane. So I am. I will be launching my first podcast here in the next few weeks, and we can definitely get into that a little bit later. Um, not very exciting person. Um you know, that's really about it about me. I have a little one. I have a five-year-old. Definitely excited to touch base with you all on being a public success while struggling in private and see what you all think. Cool. What an introduction. I like that one. <laughs> so what we're going to do, I broke this down into, into four different categories so that we can kind of stay, stay on task. You guys know I like to do things in order. So the first topic um, in this, under this, is going to be called I'm addicted to success, right? And the reason why I named it that is because there's a lot of people who find a little bit of success or a lot of success, and it feels so good to 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 feel how other people perceive you. The money feels good. And what I've seen in my travels is there's a lot of people who who get it and they're like, maybe they don't. And then they kind of go through it like a like a drug addict, like they need it. Have you ever experienced that or know someone that that uh has been there? Or it might be you. <laughs> Man, it's it's definitely real. I, I would say it's it is pretty much like an addiction. It's real. Um, I would say just for for myself personally speaking, um I've been in I've been in management roles since I was in my teens. So teens, early 20s, I've been in management roles. And it's nice to see that transition. It's nice to see when I first achieved my management role, how I was so much about getting things done or, you know, so much about that's my life. You know, I have to make sure that I'm at the job or doing something for work 24 seven because that's all I know. Um, but as I started to grow and started to understand, there's so much more to life. And, you know, once you're able to be comfortable with yourself, 
you don't always have to be on the clock 24 seven. And then also you'll, you'll start to learn and you'll, you'll understand that I need to do what I need to do within this time frame. If it's not done within this time frame, unless it's an emergency, it can wait until the next day. But I think yeah. a lot of people, especially when they do um, get into uh, whether it's a financial um, high that they are you know, wanting to achieve, or maybe it's just a, a specific title that they're wanting to achieve. And they get on that high where they're, you know, they're like, this is something that I've been working for and something that uh, maybe it may be a generational thing. It may be even related to education. Um, you just have to stay true to yourself because you can lose yourself and um, and people the way people view you or if people see that you are being successful or, or feel that you're in a successful environment or situation. Yeah. And, you know, the with 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 you saying that, what I what I think about, too, is um, the images that we see on social media of, yeah. of success or 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 a fake success. Right. They we yeah. think that they're that they're um, successful and then a lot of us look at that and we want to be that and we're going to claw and scratch and try to be that. And, and we don't realize um, that it might not be that pretty. That's so why we, we love social that. media, right? Yeah. Social media <laughs> is, is it, it's a gift and a curse. Um, there's a, there's a lot of false. Well, well, I almost, I, I guess I'll say it. there's a lot of false prophets out there. Yeah. Um, there's people, there's people out here pretending um, and, and being an entrepreneur and being success is like this sexy thing to be now. Like everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and people don't realize that there's a, there's a lot that comes along with that. There's a lot that you're going to have to put into it. And there's some sacrifices you're going to have to make to get that success. And so what I want to do is I want to segue into number two here, um, which is the struggle behind the curtain. Because a lot of times when people get that high of success and the world sees them and you get high off of the adulation and people are like, Oh my God, look at them. Oh, look at what they're driving. Oh my God. They're... And you're like, yes, that's me. And then in, 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 in some cases, you know, a lot of these people tend to be a little narcissistic and they, and they, and they need the attention and behind the scenes, we don't see what they've sacrificed. Right. And I want you to talk about maybe some sacrifices you've made in order for you to kind of get what you want and what and, and what that kind of looked like for you. We're going to talk about the other side of it. But while you were in it, like what what um, I want to phrase this right. What kind of what kind of struggles did you have or didn't have or have you seen it may not have to be about you, but things you've seen people go through that struggle. But it looked pretty like they might be driving a Range Rover, but you saw them, you know, doing something on the side that didn't look yeah. so bad. I don't, I don't think that I know anyone that has been successful or even achieved a milestone without going through some type of pain or struggle. Um, yeah. I, I would say that it's, it's just not realistic to not have those struggles. Um, that's what life is all about. Um, right. Just for me personally, I like today, today was, was crazy. Um, mm -hmm. It's just the little things that you you realize sometimes you don't have control over what's happening in your life or you don't have control you, over people. You don't have control over anyone but yourself and the way that you 
react to situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for myself personally, these last few months, um, it's definitely been difficult. I was mm-hmm. um, in a relationship for what going on eight years now, and we we actually recently ended our relationship. We were actually engaged for about a year and a half. And that's something that I had not discussed with many people other than my family. A majority of people don't, they, they don't even know that. Um, but those are some of, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> so those are some of the, you know, the struggles that people deal with, um, especially when you do have a family and you have to understand that in a relationship, um, it has to be give and take. And sometimes you have to realize that you, outgrow certain situations or you may be going in a different direction. Um, the 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 nice thing about social media is that you can you can actually you can manipulate it to to be what you want it to be. And that's the beauty of social media. Um, you know, and not to say that when those negative things happen that you're still not happy. Yeah. I know even with um, I would say with everything going on, 2020 has actually been it's it's been a great year because I've been able to make decisions without any regrets. Some of those decisions right. that people, you know, that are the unpopular decisions, I've been able to make those and not look back and say, this is, you know, I'm making this decision. Yeah. I don't have to give a reason why I'm making that decision. It's it's yeah. what's best for me. So, yeah. you know, definitely social media, it, it allows you to manipulate what's going on. But anybody that is successful or that, you know, achieved anything, they are they're going through something or they've been right. through something. So 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 I have a question about what you just said, but yeah. I'm but I'm going to leave with this. I always the wheels are always spinning. So the other part of this, like we talked about success in like being an entrepreneur and work or whatever, but just from what you led into with your relationship, that's the other thing too about being a public success is your relationship. You, a lot of people need their relationship to be publicly like perfect. And we all know that behind the scenes, it's a lot of people going through struggles and um, you know, there were some parts of my life where I had to fake it too. Like I, I, I had to pretend like it was good. And then when I got home, it was like, uh long time I had lessons learned long time ago and I was like that's that's not cool like you you're living miserable every day and and when you leave out or you go to your parents house with your significant other and you're like hey everything's fine have you now the question to you during that relationship did you feel pressure to make it look pretty I I don't think there was any pressure, but I I think everyone has their expectations of what a relationship should look like. I know specifically there were some things that, you know, when you do go to these formal events or you do have, you know, these get togethers with your colleagues and you're all out, you want your spouse to to be there. Um, And sometimes that's not what they want to do. Um, And I think just within a relationship, you have to understand what what you will bend on, what you will accept, or, you know, what's your non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the nice thing is that I, I, I don't ever feel pressured to do anything, um, especially when it comes to my relationship, because I know that anyone on the outside, um, they don't have to deal with what's going on. And um, I would say specifically when it came to, to different events that we wanted to go to, we have to understand that 
we we have our own rights of what we like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are some events that he may he may not be interested in, or there are some events that I may not be interested in. That's perfectly fine. It doesn't mean that we're having any issues, um, but we just have to realize what you know what we will will allow in a relationship and what we will not allow or tolerate. I got you. So y'all didn't have pressures to be the power couple in a relationship goals. None of that. <laughs> you know, everyone, I will say now that I think about it, I, you know, let me, before you say that a lot of times people don't necessarily want to be the power couple. Yeah. But people will say, I, them, they're a power couple. And you're like, wait, hold on. You don't know. It's like that. <laughs> Yeah. And I think especially for me, I'm not the I we didn't do like the whole Facebook argument and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people, um, they would think or they would be under the impression that everything is perfectly fine. And even to this day, we we we're fine. Like we we communicate. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, people do they I will always say a relationship, don't be like someone else's relationship. I don't want to be the power couple for you. Like, I don't want you to hold me to that standard um, because I know that our relationship is not perfect. And someone that, you know, that acts or feels as if the relationship is perfect, you know, there there are some issues in that relationship, (laughs) right? (laughs) I say that all the time. Right? Yeah, all the time. Because people don't realize that, that, a lot of times your your relationship isn't in a bubble. Your personality and who you are isn't in a bubble. So like a lot of times mm-hmm. I'll see these people I'm like, wait, I know y'all. That I see them on Facebook. I'm like, wait, no, that's not. Come on. Y'all don't need to do that. That's a little extra. Nobody really needs to know or see, right. you know, that you just got a, a pair of red bottoms because it was a Wednesday and you want everybody to be like, oh, my God, I, w- I wish I had your relationship. Stop it. Like it is so. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring this this particular segment home, the struggles that people have, whether it's, you know, publicly you're successful in business or publicly you feel like you're successful and your relationship is successful and you want to show it off. The key here in the goal here is happy. If you're happy, then everything else just kind of follows suit. If you're miserable at home and you give the appearance to be happy and it's phony outside, then it's almost like you in jail because you got it. It's just like a lie. You got to keep keep going over and over again. And the longer you go, the more miserable you become. The goal should always be happy or happier or happiest or whatever you want to call it. If you don't have that, that should be your goal. Not the other way around, like, oh, we're miserable. There's some domestic violence in the house, but we're going to go play, play happy couple. That That's not healthy. And then that segues into number three. How it affects the, the struggle and the phoniness and the wearing the mask, how that affects your families and your relationships. And um, a lot of times there's negative effects that we don't see, especially with the little ones, right? We We have kids. We have family members. We have significant others and our thirst for that success sometimes has a has an adverse effect on the people that are watching us at home. Do you have any perspective on that at all? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, what's what's really funny is that, 
you know, when if if there's some something that's going on in, in your relationship that, you know, you may not want to discuss with any anyone else, it's it's always funny when you have to go around family and you still have to, you know, put on that family atmosphere with your significant other and with your child. Um, you know, children are, are very smart. Yes. We do have a five-year-old and uh, when things were going on that he may not understand as adults, uh, the good thing about it is that we understand that we have to communicate and there are some things or some actions that we can't do because our son is watching us. And it's mm -hmm. very hard because when you are in a relationship, you know, you do have those candid moments. You, you definitely have those moments where you want to lash out or you want to, you know, scream because you're just so annoyed with what's going on. So I definitely think that, um, you know, with being, being in specific positions, having children, there's, you always have to have a balance and you discuss um, that really the, the important thing is to be happy. You have to understand what your happiness is as well. Yeah. Um, cool. You know, I, there's relationships or those times where everything's perfectly fine. You know, you're not arguing, you know, you, you're all on the same schedule. Mm -hmm. You know what you're going to eat for the night. So everything yep. is good, but you're, you're just not happy. And you have yeah. to realize, and I think it's selfish if you don't, if you continue to sit in a situation and you don't communicate with your spouse and say something just does not feel right. You know, I don't yeah. feel like myself. I know everything is, you know, is going well, but my happiness, happiness is not there. So you yeah. have to figure out what that is. Yeah, I did a, a podcast. One of my earlier podcasts was called Don't Let Your Schedule Define Your Relationship because we get in maintenance mode sometimes. Mm, yeah. and, and underneath that, sometimes there's a lot of dysfunction and a lot of unhappy times and unhappy moments. And um, just being to, to, to piggyback off of what you were talking about, just being self-aware, being aware of who you are, what you need, and it doesn't mean you have to leave a situation. It just means that it probably needs some nurturing. You maybe some right. dialogue needs to happen in order for you to make things kind of fit. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of us live in a, a situation where it's through work or through relationships where the communication just isn't, isn't, you know, where it's supposed to be. And then we got to, like I keep saying, we got to pretend we got to put a mask on and make sure everybody knows that we're good I'm good. I'm all right. And I'm like, no, you're not. You don't have, yeah. when you keep telling yourself that lie, that unhappiness just stays. It's, it's like a, it's stagnant and it just stays there. And at the end of that rainbow is you probably going to blow up one day or your, or your significant other's going to be like, like all of a sudden you just seem angry. No, no, no. It was headed that way anyway. So yeah, it, I just want to reiterate the point um, as we go on to the next um, topic is the so like we talked about social media and um, and somebody just said in the comments, um, Alexis from Facebook says it builds anxiety and stress. That's mm -hmm. a, that's a real statement right there. We did we we didn't even touch on mental health for real. Yeah, but, <laughs> um, it, the the addiction to to having to be have that perfect view is something that more people 
like I, I was saying with the advent of the social media and all of that, it's like that anxiety and that stress and the having to be, you know, look a certain way and do all like, like we, like I, that brings to mind that, that term fake it till you make it. Right. Um, which has its pros and cons depending on where you are. But, you know, I did that. Like when I was doing um, uh, network marketing a long time ago and you get the little photo shoot and you put the picture up and it looks like you and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Join me. And I'm like, well, we didn't make a dollar. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of people, especially when they feel as if they're in this role where maybe, you know, the people that they are interacting with, they all have spouses or, you know, they're bringing them to these different events and they don't want to be the only one that, you know, right. is by themselves, you know, like the the fifth will. Yep. So I, I definitely think that there is pressure to be in some type of relationship in some some sort of capacity. And, yeah. you know, with that was a good point for anxiety and, you know, your mental health. Some people will disregard what they feel just so that they can paint that pretty picture, just so that yeah. they can post those pictures on Facebook and not, you know, and, and to be honest, there was a point where I would have rather have this perfect picture than to actually realize how I was feeling in, in a situation. There it is. Because you, you start to think, you say, well, you know, is it really this bad? You yeah. know, or is it, you know, is there stuff that we can work on or give it a little bit of time? Yep. And you say that one day and then it's years later and you're in the same situation. So you just you have to realize what you want. You have to realize what your happiness is. And, you know, yeah, like a, you can manipulate Facebook all you want, but how are you going <laughs> to yeah. feel at night when you're not yeah. happy? Yeah. And the, and the unfortunate truth about that is that unhappiness becomes such a part of your life that you start to believe that's what you deserve. Yeah. And right, that right? <laughs> I think a lot of us have been there and we've sat longer than we probably should have whether it be a job, whether it be a relationship. And we're like, you know what? Uh, I mean, I tried to make it work. It's not working, but I don't know where else to be. I don't know where else I fit. I don't, uh, let me just, you know, pretend that I'm good. And and that's just a life lesson. Forget the whole power struggle, public success. Yeah. Like you, that sitting in that misery um, doesn't serve your soul, doesn't serve whatever you supposed to be here on this earth to do. And, and, it's it's tough. It's tough to ride that fence yep. of, you know, crying at home, but then you got to go outside and smile. Yeah. You know, when you say it aloud, it sounds crazy, but yeah. <laughs> people people live it. You know, we we live it. And I think, you know, on a on a woman aspect, you think about what the traditional stereotype of what or what it looks like to have this this family you know mm -hmm. you have your kid you have your spouse you have your cars your your house you know jobs what more do you want and maybe some people would think that you're selfish because with being blessed with all of that that you you sh you shouldn't want for more yeah but that doesn't mean that you're happy and i think that's why a lot of women, they do feel like they have to stay in relationships. And then two, there are some women that they may not, their success or their power 
comes from being the the mother of the house and being the nurturer and not mm-hmm. having to go out and actually be the provider so that when they're not happy or when there's a situation where they feel like as if they know that they should probably leave, but they don't know where to start. Yeah. And that's a, you know, that's a whole nother situation in itself. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. And I know, you know, I don't ever want to trivialize like all of this that we're talking about, because I know there's some people that's really suffering behind the scenes yeah. and struggling to just smile every day. Um, and it's tough. But those of us who who like there's people listening right now, you know, for a fact that you need to go ahead and, and do that gut check and say, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? And, and, and it's very it's it's just a slight mental you know, shift that you have to make in order for you to go from, you know, struggle, you know, miserable, woe is me to the smile that I have outside the door. It's the same smile I have in the house. I'm happy. I'm mindful of what I have. You know, I may have some things to work on, but internally I'm in a happy place. Um, And so we're going to go into number four, which is how do you manage it? How do you like, especially with with um, work um, entrepreneurs, how do you manage the success and your personal and your family life and try to kind of give everybody what they need? Because there's a lot of people out here that are successful and it's like, you know, team no sleep and I don't ever sleep. I sleep for 30 seconds every night. And I'm like, you have three kids. Stop. (laughs) I just need a few hours of sleep a day and I'm fine. Yeah. But I think, you know, Every day you you kind of realize what you need to do or what you can change. I think what would be the most important way to manage is that you have to understand. You have to understand what's on your plate. You have to understand what your family needs. And I think for me, as I, you know, became more confident in my role and was able to make those decisions that, yes, work is important, but I still do have a family. Mm-hmm. You know, if my family needs me unless it's in a, a, a dire need emergency at work, I'm going to make sure that they come first. Yeah. So I think just, you know, making that, that agreement is that if my family needs me, that I'm going to be there, but yeah. it, it's very tough, you know, especially there was one point I was literally, I was waking up at five o'clock in the morning and not getting home until, you know, like nine or 10 o'clock. Wow. And I, you know, I'm, you know, it's a uh, literally a full day and then having to go to sleep, you know, it, some days it really hurts because when I got home, my son was asleep. Yeah. I didn't see him all day. Yep. So when I, I think when I, when I saw that first, it made me realize that I, there's no amount of money that's going to be more important than me not being able to spend time with my son or to come home and my son's been at school, you know, he's, you know, been playing after school and I get home, he's already eight and, you know, had his bath and now he's, he's sleep. And, and I didn't get to talk to him, get to say anything, you know, that's, it's, it's not that important. You know, I, I feel like no job is that important no amount of money is is that important. So just understanding where your priorities are. For me, mm-hmm. my family is always going to to come first. Yeah. But you have to, you know, on a spouse level, you have to understand and make sure that your spouse reciprocates that as well. So if you know I'm out here working, 
and, and grinding and out all day. I don't want to come home to a messy house. Yeah. I don't want to come home and have to figure out what I got to eat. Guilty as charged. You know, I think there, you know, there has to be, <laughs> there definitely has to be, you know, you have to reciprocate what's mm -hmm. happening. Um, and, and I feel like in relationships that every, every person, you know, you may have your season and then it may be your spouse's season. So you have to understand yeah. and you have to work together. There's yeah. not a specific formula that um, that you use every day because it does change. But you have to understand what what are your priorities? So I know yeah. no matter how my day goes, my family's going to be first and we're going to yeah, do you, what we need to do. So. Yeah, you definitely have to. Um, you really have to be intentional about what you're willing to do to keep things going. Cause I found myself, that's why I said guilty as charged. I found myself being that person that, that, you know, you build a false equivalency sometimes like you're, you're like, um, you know, you could be at home or you could be working in the other, in your significant other, especially I've talked about this before, but men and women, like we have to realize that you guys are working just as hard as we are now. Because yeah, the expectation is that the expectation <laughs> is you're going to be the nurturer and you're going to yeah. do the meals and you're going to clean up. And then we're sitting at home like, huh. and it's like, no, I worked 40 hours, too. Yes. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get that. I had to get that punch in the chest a couple of times. Like, hold on. <laughs> you don't get to sit down. <laughs> and I still think, I mean, even in 2020, I don't think men fully understand that concept. I don't think some men may not ever be okay with that. And and that's what I think, especially for someone like me. I I, I honestly don't think in my, you know, in my career that I'm ever going to be satisfied because once I know I can meet that mark of achieving one goal, there's another one that's right behind right, it. Right. So, you know, just understanding that yeah i i'm going to be working i you know we'll set those boundaries and we can discuss but don't ever expect me to rely on on you um yeah. you know don't ever expect me to and when i say rely on you is that whatever you do i can do i can do that as well in, in, the, in the workforce so mm -hmm. we're both out here working you know like you said 40 hours a week so when we both come home how does that make it on me to have to, <laughs> to have to cook, clean, you know, do the dishes? So, yeah. you know, let's let's come to a common agreement of, you know, what will what will happen and 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 how we will work this out because we're both tired. Yeah. That that's definitely true. And also the point I wanted to make too about about how you manage it is whatever your schedule is that allows you that that you feel like you don't have time for the things that you really love and care about. Yeah. I'm a proponent of there's always a way, right? There's something that you overlooked where you can kind of skew something one way or another. And now that we're in this quarantine, I guarantee you 99% of people have found ways around being outside the house and not being home to do what you need to do. There's some virtual things you can do now. And you're like, oh, like you're a real estate agent. You could say, well, I did used to go to my clients and make them sign, but now we can do it virtually. Like we always had this. I just never used it. Exactly. Now you can now you can you you can now measure your time against what you can and can't do outside of the house. And this like people are like, oh my gosh, I'm at home and I'm going crazy and I don't know. You need to figure out how to manage that schedule. 
this is the time right now to figure out some things that you can do to kind of, and some people may need to go back to work and say, Hey boss, you know what? We've been working virtually for two months. Can I, can I just come in for three days now instead of five? Right. Like now we we're in a position where, and if enough people say that the money might make sense for them to, you know, they, they're leasing out a, a, a building and all of that. Like it's 2020. Absolutely. I know it's a lot of, you know, old, old regimes, but come on. <laughs> and I'm a firm believer. You always make time for what you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, no matter what you have going on in your life, if you want to talk to someone or if you want to spend time with someone, you will always make time for it. It may not yeah. be, you know, an exact date, but you will make time for it. And I definitely think that's a, that's a really good point. A lot of people may not like that down because, we know that you do have time. We know that you can yeah. make some time, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I think that people have to to realize too that it is important to spend time with your family. You know, it's not all about work. We yeah. understand people do have to work, but money will come. You, your family's not always going to be there. You know, money's yeah. always going to come. But yeah, just you know, taking in those initiatives to do something. Don't always wait, you know, go out, have, get some fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, um, these schedules that we, that we're slaves to sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's not even about success. It's just about making ends meet. Yeah. But even in that, you know, it's people living check to check and still trying, excuse me, trying to make it look pretty and all of that. And I get it. But there's like, like you said, you make time for what you want. There's always a way. You just got to sit down and look at what you're doing and see where you can make those tweaks. It may not be what you want, but it's the first step. And normally when you make the first step to try to carve out some time and you stick by that, then later on, you're going to find some time to make even more space once you start figuring out a rhythm to get into. So, um, yeah, it's it's. um just to kind of wrap this up in a pretty bow and then I'm going to let you say some final comments. But people that are listening, I see you guys on here. Um, let me see if there's any comments that I need to address. Alexis Green from Facebook says this pandemic has been a gut check for all. That's true. Um, yeah, we we definitely through this topic about public success, struggling in private, you definitely have the opportunity to make some real change, to sit down for change and actually think about how you're going to, what is, what is going to look like on the other side of this? Cause that's coming, whether people think so or not, it's going to come to a point where you're going to be back out and you're going to try to resume that schedule that didn't allow you to do anything before. Now is the time for you to think about what that looks like. Um, Alexis from Facebook says the hustle and bustle mentality that we as Americans have, have and can break us. So yeah, that hustle that, um, there's a, there's a guy that I follow on Facebook. He, he always says, um, your don't let your hustle be your brand. Like that's all you are. It's just all hustle and the work that you're doing the people you're helping. It doesn't, it's not on the forefront. It's always about how hard you're working. And it's people out, it's people that literally die from the stress of feeling like you got to hustle 24 seven. Like it, I could like maybe the 20 year old me might've been like, yeah, I can do that, but I can't, I need my sleep. <laughs> I cannot, I, I, I see these people and 
our society, like we see these people that are hoisted up on these on, you know, you see P Diddy and Jay Z and you're like, oh, I want to be. They didn't do it by themselves. Right. People don't realize they didn't do it alone. You may see them by themselves, but they didn't get there alone. We need to. That's why I wanted to have you on the show. That's why the people in the comments, we I try to engage them because we can help each other. Like the time that you need may come from you outsourcing something that you that you've been spending that time on. And that's and this is that price that you would pay for that is worth the time that you're going to have with your kid or your husband or whoever it is. It's people out here with talent and they sitting here on the screen watching. It's you, you know, you and I talked about you doing the, doing the show and, yeah. and, and, and how to get that done because it, it's, it's a wealth of, we have the internet now. <laughs> like people don't realize we can do stuff and don't even have to be in each other's face. We can do stuff and go on YouTube and learn how to do something. And next week come out and make some money and you're at home. And P. P. Diddy was uh, on Instagram yelling about he pays people so he doesn't have to do it. Exactly. Exactly. You you people don't we like to see like we're so celebrity struck. And this ties into this whole thing about being a public success. I always used to I always tell people when you see these rich people that you deem successful and then that same person commits suicide you know, two years later and you're like, what happened? And I'm like, you don't know what's going on in here. All you see is the money. Like most people have something that they're struggling with at home that they're trying to figure out how to do better. Everybody's human. It's how you manage that what's going on in here, which makes the difference between you really having a fruitful life and not. And that doesn't necessarily have a dollar amount attached to it. So I always tell people and they're like, oh, I want to be like Jay-Z. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know what goes on at Jay Z's house, right? Do you want those? You know, who what he has to deal with on a daily? Nah, nah. I, I definitely wouldn't. Let me get this comment in. Then we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. Um, Alicia Dove Jones from all the way downstairs says, "Indeed, Alexis is also giving us some time to think." I've been thinking like crazy. Like y'all, like like just a side note. This background, the logo, y'all been seeing all kind of stuff change during this quarantine. My logo changed. Everything about my branding has changed because I've had time to think about growing and trying to go come out of this different than I came in. And that takes time for you. That that just means you spend time reflecting on your goals and your purpose. And, and you may not know what that is, but now you have time to kind of sit down and say, what am I doing? Michelle Ford from Facebook says, Yes, and the people that don't sleep due to constant hustle will try to make those not doing the same feel bad for not doing it. I want success, but I want to live to see it. Yeah. There it is. There's a lot of people out here that make pe- that make people feel bad that they're not as successful as them. And I hate seeing that because there's a lot of people out here that have hope that they can be a certain thing and it gets stifled because they keep getting berated that they're not you know, the other person or they can't, you don't have what I have that burnt. That's one of my pet peeves is, is people thinking that they're better. That may be a whole nother show. <laughs> Cause I get in my feelings when I see people getting bullied and, and you ain't nothing and you don't have the money I have. That just burns my soul when I see that because people 
are out here legitimately just trying to make it. They want to be successful. Maybe they haven't achieved it and they have hope that they can and it gets crushed by one person's voice. So, yeah, we're going to let you do some closing thoughts about the topic. And we also want you to let people know how they can find you and your podcast that's coming up soon. Thank you. So go ahead. You have the floor. It was definitely great. Uh, Once again, thank you for allowing me to come on this uh, platform here and talk about public success and, um, you know, what happens behind the scenes. I think all in all, it's just, you know, we have to understand what you can, what you can and cannot take. What are your non-negotiables? It's very important to, um, you know, if you are not okay, voice that and, um, you know, talk to someone, but you all can definitely find me uh, at uh, Amber Sells Houses on Facebook, on Instagram, I am Realtor underscore AC. Um, if you all want to email me, you can email me at Realtor.Amber at iCloud.com. And um, on May 26th, I will be launching my first podcast. It's called Black Boss Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited about it. Um, so what we will actually be discussing is several different topics and um, really addressing what it's like being a Black boss in today's society. Um, because we want to bring awareness to what it feels like, you know, having the pressure of being in those higher roles or those executive roles or being a successful entrepreneur and having to deal with, you know, your colleagues or other people in the industry or even um, your family. How do you handle and like you said, manage all of that? So we will be launching on the 26th. Um, So I hope that you all tune in and thanks for having me. Absolutely. This was fun. I told you it was going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. the information to contact her will also be in the show notes once I um, upload the podcast. So when you listen to this episode, you'll be able to, to click on, you know, to get to her Instagram or whatever. The other information that she said, we'll compile that and put that in there. Um, I thank you for coming. This was like like um, like I was telling her, guys, I was I was trying to figure out, like, who my next guests were going to be. And I was like, who do I know? I'm running out of friends invite. <laughs> but. Through the community of Facebook groups, you know, like one thing people have to understand that's listening, podcasters support each other like crazy. Like I never knew how tight the podcasting community is and how people are like, hey, I need a guest. Hey, I need a, 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 a I want you to be on my show. Hey, I'm going to listen to you and yeah. critique and let you. It's insane. And I love it. And that's how we met. And that's how, and it just builds exponentially. You build connections as network. Like we're at home quarantine, but we're still networking. That's the beauty of this. So let's do this. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. And so tell people one more time what the name of your podcast is. is. Yeah, absolutely. It is Black Boss Podcast. Okay. Gotcha. So we, like I said, we're going to put that information in the show notes and I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you. And I thank you for joining us. Thank you. All right. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, cause better relationships need better ingredients. Hey, so if you want better relations, it's about communication, finding love, staying together. We all wanna make it better. Yeah, Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship gumbo.